This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. another episode we got a special episode for y'all today chris chrisley and his chronicles <laughs> scams yes chrisley and his scams i know y'all have been seeing the headlines and all the scandals surrounding his family and his name and we are here to uncover some of those Mainly the ones dealing with fraud. Because if y'all don't know, Chrisley and Julie Chrisley was charged with bank and tax invasion. In case y'all don't know, though, we are talking about the Chrisleys from Chrisley Knows Best. Which show is on, what, it's on E, right? I think it was on E. Yeah. They have nine seasons. I remember us watching it. Oh, we used to watch it when, like when it first started coming out. I think this life got busy, and I think I just, you know, forgot forgot about the show. But I remember really liking the show because he had a Todd Chrisley, the father. He had a lot of personality. The family was funny and humorable. Is that a word? Humorable. I think so. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. One thing I, I noticed, like. When you commit fraud, don't do it by yourself. I mean, I'm not out here giving advice, but then again, I mean, don't do, don't scam. But if you are, don't tell people because somebody going to get mad and turn you in. Yeah. That's even like with Doris. What's her name? Doris Payne? Doris Payne. Yeah. Cause that her, was a jewel thief. Her little fling got mad. Well, it wasn't a fling. Yeah, he did. Then he, tried, he, turned, he turned on her. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> His old fling got mad and turned in, turned him in. Mm-hmm. The whole family. Well, this story starts back in 2012 where, you know, Chrisley, according and allegedly, had an affair with former employee Mark Braddock. They started... They started... Their affair in early 2012, but yeah, early 2012 was when they first. I was gonna say in there in there scamming. Yeah, so Mark was an employee to his Chrisley's asset management company, and they started their relationship. And even though both of them was married, so they was having a mutual affair. Yeah, I always had a feeling that he. Went there. It just didn't. I, yes. 
I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's against LGBT over here, y'all. But, you know, when you get that, you know, vibe, you kind of know. Like, you... This, like, some some gay people, they're like, yeah, I've been gay since blah, blah. I always knew. And some people can pick up that vibe. Like, yeah, I've been new. But he I, picked up I that wonder vibe. If his, I wonder if his <clears throat> wife... His wife had to have known. But you... You just never know. Never you never know. know. But I think she had to know. You think so? I, I don't know. Because if you hear... Some, well, he might I'm have not, kept everything under wraps. Because, you know... I'm not staying. You're not staying? I'm leaving. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't stay either. But I think if I had kids, I would, you know, keep it under wraps for the family. I'm still we don't leaving. Have to be, we don't have to be, you know... Business all out. Right. But, like, he ended up firing his uh, his partner in crime or whatever. Yeah. And his partner in crime wasn't, wasn't feeling that. So he went to the government, the FBI. Yes. And said, Not I only know. the FBI. He went to the FBI and also news outlets to tell Chris's business. But he went to the FBI First, and yeah. said that, I know about money laundering and fraud. Right. And I want... A, a, immunity. Yeah. Yeah, so the FBI gave Mark immunity if they would testify against Todd, his, his you wife. know, his wife, Julie. Well, y'all, before that, though, before that, this case took seven years. They were investigating this case for seven years. And mind you, they didn't get tried till this year, y'all. So seven years, they were watching Todd. They were watching the Chrisleys. And what they found out over the years was enough to convict them. But what did they find out? Hmm. They found out that... Mark had been creating fake documents for Todd. That's where it first started. He was creating fake documents because, you know, Todd wasn't making that much money. He wasn't he wasn't making that much money. He needed loans. So Todd, his financial person, accountant at the time. Exchanging numbers and dates. That's crazy yeah. because I don't even really remember what he was really known for. Yeah. But I know that TV show, and I'm thinking like... Yeah, they made it seem like he was just like a, a real rich. estate or businessman. They didn't ever really... They never really focused on a certain, you know, career. You just knew they had money, big houses, all this money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that most definitely should raise some eyebrows. <laughs> You're right. It was like, where this money coming from? Right. <laughs> well... The, the Chrissy wasn't doing well financially, and Todd knew that. So, because, you know, they were lovers, because they were lovers, he decided to help Todd out and doctor some of their documents to make it look like they were worth up to $40 million. And some of the documents was identical, and one of the banks was like, you know, they didn't want to ask, but they like gave a hint like something's not right. So yeah. then they started just changing stuff. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it even got to the point where 
uh, Mark was pretending to be Todd and would call in to, you know, different banks to try to get loans and impersonate him through emails. And when he broke ties with Mark, that's when Todd created a fake email to contact the FBI. But they also found out his accountant, Peter Tarantino, was also in on it too. What did he do? He basically defrauded banks and defrauded uh, and didn't pay and with doctor tax documents for the Chrisleys. Same as well. I wonder what happened for Todd to fire Mark. Like, what happened? I don't know. It could be like lover scorn type of thing. Like, I don't no longer. Because it said that Wife Todd. It could be. It said, yeah. Take everything. It said Chrisley. Todd actually kicked him out and threatened to call the police. So mm. it had to be something heated for that to happen. It like was enough to, and it was enough to, because if you think about it, wouldn't Mark be also putting himself in the hot seat saying this? Yeah. But and you would yeah. be exposing yourself. Like you were not loyal either to your wife true. at the time. Very so true. I wonder what, it must've been something he really must have wanted Todd and that family down if that was, you know. He took them down. He did. I mean, I mean, he did. So, y'all, they said that they, the Chrisleys, were worth, he would, sorry, they would try to get $20 million loans, but they knew they couldn't get these loans on their own merit so you know the accountant would doctor their uh yeah, forms and forms and documents so they would get these loans but really they want to verge of filing for bankruptcy mm. so you know todd's like come on come on i, I need these i need these documents. documents to make it look because i need money you know, I have to keep it up because now I got a reality show. And then he had like $60 million in fraud. Like, what's going on? I guess you're trying to keep up with the yeah. Joneses and you couldn't keep up. Yeah, over the time they said he had around $60 million that he he uh, he basically stole. Oh, and then there was, wasn't there a, um, one of his employees, he also ended up firing but paying $38,000 yeah so this is what happened somebody knew about Mark's and Todd's relationship and said if I'm I'm going to I'm telling if y'all don't pay me I'm telling so they ended up paying him $38,000 to not tell and expose them to the media now I'm thinking like if you got all this I'm not going to ask for no $38,000 Max for way more than that yeah, definitely. I'm gonna I mean, I'm going to go for the whole... Million. Right. You I'm going to need 50, at least... I mean, if they... Right. <laughs> I'm probably going to need at least $200,000. Hell, even $100,000. But $38,000? Nope. I need $2 million. Not when you getting millions. I need $2 million. You, you said you, $2 million. You got a wife. He don't got no $2 million to give. He has $60 Remember, million. but those are all over 
for he better doctored. Find, he better find another doctored way. Because guess what? You got a wife, you got a wife, y'all got kids, and I got words. You right. <laughs> so, y'all, it was even said one point, they lied and said the Chrisleys had $4 million in a Merrill Lynch account. Chrisley, at the time, didn't even have a Merrill Lynch account at all. And then when he finally got one the next year, it only had $17,000 in it. But they said he had a, they said he had a $776,000 in it. So they lied. Hmm. So it's like they just want to make them. So they keep making up fake amounts to put in this account and he really didn't have one. And then what it sounds like is he opened one just to make and put some money in there. So, at this time, it said that the accountant was doing so good that the Chrisley was like, you are a effing genius. I don't want to say that word. (laughs) (laughs) He told the accountant, you are a genius. Then he put some accounts in his mother's name, too. Yes, we're about to get to that part. So, at the time, Julie also sent, partaked, and sent... A fake check to the accountant saying, use this, but you will have to put a different postmate date on it. So Julie used a fake check, gave it to them. And what did she do with this fake money once she got it? I mean, this money once she got it from the fake check? She bought property in her name. It's crazy, right? She brought property in her name. Mm. <laughs> so between the year of 2013 and 2016, it was said that the Chrisleys refused to file taxes. They hid money in an account called Seven Seas, and they they basically put that money not only in they couldn't know actually they no longer could put it in their account, so they were putting it. And Faye's account. And if y'all don't know who Faye is. That's Todd's mom. That's Todd's mom. Everybody know who Faye is. She was, a, she was funny as hell up in it. So I'm sure she was just signing documents. Because I don't think any charges were brought up against her. Not from what I've seen in the research. So. so she probably didn't know what was going on. But they went as far as having her put stuff in her name. So they wouldn't get in trouble. So by March 7, 2017... They lied and said they didn't have money to pay a 2009 tax debt, meaning that while they were still getting money in that 7Cs account, Julie lied and said Faye owned 7Cs account and put it in her name, but at a later date, she went and switched it and claimed ownership of that account. And because of that, she was in charge with, what is that? That's like a... I think that's uh like something like that. That's a that's um it's scamming. Yes, it's scamming. It's actually called is is because uh, she ended up getting more time. Yeah, because she was the one. She was the one that was also signing stuff too. Yes, because she was signing off documents, signing fake checks. And she had emails from proof that she knew that this was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, she was a catalyst. Uh, okay. So, she was 
and tax evasion and laundering money. So, y'all, the FBI got Mark to testify. And he said during the trial that he had a year year affair and he admitted to doing it because he had wanted revenge. And that he had also admitted to paying someone, an undisclosed person, $38,000 to cover it up. Julie facing more time because in 2017, the daughter actually testified. And Chrissy believes that the daughter, Lindsay, which they no longer have a good relationship, testified. And she's the catalyst of their tax evasion case. So they haven't been talking. I know she says she don't want nothing else to do with them. And, you know, that's crazy. And they also said, um, so now where are they at? On trial. Mm-hmm. But they also, y'all, they they actually was found guilty. And they were put on house arrest. But there's some stipulations to that house arrest. Some of the things are anytime they spend more than $1,000, they have to let their parole officer know. They are on house arrest. The only places they can go was church to get medical care, to speak to their attorney, and to go to work. She, so this is what Julie is facing with. She's a space, (laughs) there goes tongue-tied again. She's actually facing more time because she was involved in obstruction of justice and wire fraud. So that's what she did. And I think that stems from her switching, you know, ownership to accounts and putting an account in the mother's name and stuff like that. So several, it was said that in the court case, several other family members had loud outbursts in court and they are actually facing up to 30 years in prison and they won't be sentenced until the October the 6th. Yep. They got to go back and get their sentence. And each time they step out, I don't know if you said that or not, they, that they had to pay a certain amount each time they step yes, out. Yes, it's $1,000. They can't speak. I mean, cause they can't pay more than $1,000 to... Uh, if they pay more, if they spend more than $1,000, they have to let their parole officer know. Because yeah. they want to know where all that money is going. So... We wanted to really do this episode because this is a developing story. And I feel like it's no longer allegedly. Like, they had actual evidence to find them guilty. But they are appealing. So we'll see what happens in October, y'all. But we will definitely keep y'all updated for sure about this case. I wonder if... Like, if they did it for greed or if they did it for just to keep up with everybody else, to keep... It was definitely to keep up with everybody else because they didn't have the money, but, you know, it said they was about to file for bankruptcy. But that said that you would go to that extreme to Mm -hmm. try to keep up with how everybody else's lifestyle is. Like, it's okay to have a smaller house. It's okay to not live in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. At least you'll be with your family. Now you're going to be in prison, federal prison. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. 
And even up to a few months ago, they were denying all claims. They were denying all claims, y'all. But we'll see what happens. Because, you know, nine seasons of a show, they had to be making some money. For nine seasons of a show, like, they had to be making enough money. That's that's why I don't... Like, you're on a major network, E!, not saying right. Not saying that he wasn't pay, doesn't pay enough, but just like I mean, Nini wasn't Nini saying she wasn't getting paid enough. That was on Bravo. Oh, that was on Bravo. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, Bravo's two different networks. I know, but they didn't used to be on E. I don't remember. Maybe it was. Did when they day. used to be on E? And then they switched. Maybe I could be wrong. But they, but tell she, me in the com like tell she, me in the comments she, if y'all were used to. But when she was saying that stuff, it was on Bravo. Yes, yes, she was. Okay. Andy Cohen, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty sad. Like, make sure your finances are in order. Don't stunt if you know you can't stunt. Take care of your family so you can be there with your family. Yeah, for sure. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Because who knows what the Joneses got going on. You're right. Everybody <laughs> have money ain't happy. And everybody poor ain't sad. They all bad. So. Yeah. Tell me what y'all think. That's that's just crazy. Because like looking at the show, you will never know. But I remember seeing a post about a year or two back where Chrisley was saying... Somebody is trying to frame their family and they're coming after their family. And he was saying, don't believe it. And I remember him making this long post on Instagram saying that. And I remember thinking that's weird. But in the back of my head, I was like, hmm, it seems like he's trying to get ahead of something. Yeah. But and I, I found the weird. And then not even a year later, here is this whole case and they're found guilty. So they asked. They had to have enough proof to, you know, put them down. That's crazy. And the fact that Mark got immunity, that's wild, too. And then they was taking care of the granddaughter, and now who's... Yeah, who's going to take it? I'm sure, um, because, you know, they had a son and daughter. They have a son and two daughters, so I'm sure one of them will step up and take care. They're not going to let, you know... I forgot her name. What's her name? I remember. I don't remember. And I also don't remember how the other... I wonder if this other son is... Because at the time, I remember he was behind bars, but... mm, I don't know. I feel bad for... The grandchild. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah. But I'm sure they, she has a lot of support system. That whole family was really close to her. So, yeah. Yep, y'all. But let us know how you, what you think about this case. And let us know your scam stories. Yeah. Whether you have been scammed or if you have done a scamming, if you have done a scamming, um, Hit of course, on, uh... let us know anonymous, anonymously. Yeah. <laughs> And hit us up on, if you have, write them to us. 
at youhadmeatfraud at gmail.com. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram at youhadmeatfraud. And I think TikTok is youhadmeatfraud podcast. So I think that's it. You have anything else, sis? That's, that's it. All right. Uh, stay tuned for our listener stories. And you have a great night. Because it's night here. It's actually past 12, midnight. 12.30 morning. I'm tired. <laughs> I said, sis, we have to get this one done. Because we can't have another late episode. Oh, yeah, you guys. I'm very sorry about these late episodes. I've just been having a lot going on. And I do Mona, the, uh, I do the editing. So, with graduations that happen. And now what? What was last week? What was I doing that I couldn't? I had somewhere to be. Oh, we had a family event we had to go to. So it seemed like it was running on the days that I had to do the editing. So I'm so sorry for the late episodes. But we will try to get these episodes out on time. Um, I'm trying to think. Next week is it. Do we have anything places we're going to go? Next week? I don't think so. Not me. Okay. So maybe I don't. So next week we said I do have somewhere to be. But I'll be here in time at night. Okay. All right. Look, sorry about discussing that. <laughs> no. No, no, because I feel like that's important because, you know, some people, I'm one of those people that when podcasts are late, I'm like, what's going on? Life. You're right. You're right. Life goes happens. Should be getting mad. I'm like, but I, that's because like... I like consistency on you know when it comes to he our podcast. And here you go. Well, they should have let me. No, for the most part, have consistency. Ooh, she got a lot of them. Mm. Shut up. That's how she <laughs> for the most part, like you know, I get stuff happens, but I don't want that to be ours. We get out of the loop of not having ours on a Thursday. So, we try to give you as much consistent episodes as possible. Thank you guys so much for the support. Yes. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the follows. Thank you so much. We see it. We see y'all listening. We see each time we see somebody from a different country listening. And we see um, this different groups listening to our podcast. podcast and we really appreciate it so thank you y'all so much and we will continue to bring y'all different stories from around the world and i'm actually going to start a historic i'm thinking about starting a historic segment so maybe you could be getting more than one episode a week and they'll just be on me. I don't want to put the pressure on my sister. Yeah, I got a lot going Because <laughs> there's a lot of historic scams that happen in the world dating way back that I feel like I want to cover. So, yeah. So, continue to listen. Follow us if you haven't already. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye. And now it's time for Listener Scammer Stories.
Hey y'all, this week on Listener Stories, we have, I have one that I'm going to read here. It says, I went to the alley, which is pretty much a swap meet, but outside with all kinds of items. I was walking and heard a really good mix playing in the background. I bought the CD for like five bucks and got into my car. The CD was blank and I was pissed. (laughs) I would have been pissed too. Another one here. It says, I ordered expensive hair from... I'm not going to say the name. Only to do more research after to find that they get their hair straight from AliExpress and double, triple the price. They are based out of Atlanta but my package came straight from China never again I don't think people realize that a lot of products come straight from China is this a big import area but yeah Okay, here's another one. I don't know if this counts, but this woman came up to me crying, saying she didn't have enough money to buy milk for her baby. Baby in hand and real tears. Instead of going in Walmart, thanks. Instead of going in Walmart, this bitch took my $5 and went to the smoke shop. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. See, that's why I don't hand out money no more. I actually go to the store and get it for them because you're not going to be scaring me. All right, here's the last one. I almost got scammed out of $600 while responding to a work-at-home job posting on Indeed. At the time, I was unemployed and desperately in need of a job, so they suckered me in and I fell for it. They didn't get any money from me, but too bad. I only found out about the fake check after I had deposited it into the bank, as instructed by the so-called hiring manager. I notified the bank and the police immediately about the fraudulent check, but even though I was duped and almost a victim myself, Wells Fargo didn't take any chances. They canceled my account and banned me for life. I'll never make that mistake again. Oh my gosh. This almost actually happened to my sister. This almost happened to my sister, y'all. Luckily, she was real cool with the bank and they didn't cancel her, but that's wild. Y'all, that is the end of our listeners' tales, and I will see you guys next week. And bye bye.